magic of the sunstone, you're tuned into the Jewel Riders Archive. Hey, Jewel fans. I'm Chris. And I'm Ronnie from the Jewel Riders Archive. We are here with a little bit of an update for you on the archive. And where and do you want to start? Channel. Yes, the <laughs> YouTube channel specifically. Right. And that's the, one of the reasons why we're actually doing a video right now. So if you tune into our YouTube channel, you can watch this video. But the reason why we wanted to do a quick touch base is because if you've done a YouTube search recently or even a Google or Internet search and typed in Joel Rider episodes, Something may have not come up that you were expecting. Y'all ain't going to find nothing. It's so sad. So long story, very condensed, and we're going to start off with this, and then we'll kind of elaborate a little bit more. Um, Recently, the copyright holder for Jewel Riders, who apparently is still around and Jewel Riders is still under a copyright. Yes, as we have been, you know, under the assumption all these years of like, I don't know what happened to them. They just went into the ether. (laughs) Right, just disappeared into the wild magic. Um, They have known about us for some time, actually. And they have even said that they think that we're doing an amazing job keeping the fandom, you know, engaged and keeping the magic alive but recently they said that they were going to go ahead and start hosting the show on other streaming services and because of that they said that they couldn't allow video clips longer than seven minutes on a social media platform like youtube so basically you can now you will be able to find princess guinevere and the jewel writers on paid subscription services like Peacock um, in the near future. But as for finding it on YouTube specific, it's going to be a no-go. So that's that's the sad news. Um, we have a couple of things to elaborate on this, but essentially that that's the story is that we are no longer hosting, as of right now, the complete episodes on our YouTube channel. Yeah, and we should also note this is not just us and it's not just our channel. Anybody else who hosted the episodes have also been taken down. Mm-hmm. So if there's a few them, here so. and there, like yeah. a few episodes kind of like fell through the cracks, but it's not the complete thing. Yeah, so you might be able to find what like Jewel Quest Part One. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think most of the second season has been taken down. Um, the other thing is that it's not just the American episodes, since we were talking about Princess oh, Guinevere yeah, specifically. Exactly. It's also Starla. It is, um, you know, the French version, the Russian version, the Spanish version, which we just recently hosted, the German version again, which I just recently posted. So it's like all of those mm-hmm. um, content that like I've been archiving since 2015. You know, it's it's a bittersweet moment. It's like... I enjoyed editing the episodes. I enjoyed hosting them on our YouTube channel and and getting people, you know, like, oh, wow, I remember this episode or I remember this show or did I dream it up or whatever it (laughs) is. Your favorite. I know. Hate like. And um, 
And then to kind of have it taken down, it's obviously a little disappointing. Um, but at the same time, if the copyright holder has actually come out of the woodwork and been like, hey, we own this. And yes, we I mean, they even gave us some of the content. So and I think that this can probably go into the next conversation. But, you know, they were the ones that provided the Spanish language tracks episodes for us. And they were like, yeah, like we give you your blessing. Like, go ahead. Feel free to share them. And I was like, OK. And same thing with the German episodes. And then. To be like, oh, no, sorry, like, we do appreciate you, but we can't, what did we say, whitelist or whatever that's called? Like, we can't, you know, give the blessing to a certain YouTube entity or anything. Like, it has to be across the board consistent. Right. I mean, and, you know, it's all about legal defense of copyright. Mm -hmm. And I totally get that. And, you know, like you said, it's, it's bittersweet because it's like, on one hand, this is what we wanted. We right. wanted the copyright holder to reemerge and like be like, I want to do something with this. Mm-hmm. And uh, but on the other hand, it's like you know, this has sort of been our baby, and we've put all this work into it. And you know, you've I know you spent just like hours and hours editing those hours, episodes. days, days. I mean, years, years exactly. I mean, you know, for anyone who doesn't really understand the extent of what the editing process was, um, we used the best possible video sources, which were a torrent that has been around since the early days of of the um, of the Dryers fandom. And we, um, well, I, we, you know, I, I took the original VHS of Princess Guinevere because no one else had the Princess Guinevere episodes anywhere, it seemed. And so I used the commercially released VHS and I digitized them, extracted the audio from that, and then I synced it to the new video that we had from the torrent. So it's the torrent video, it's the VHS audio, and then for the episodes that were not commercially released, I used our own home VHS. And um, yes, I mean, literally recorded from our childhood television and VCRs right. in 1995 and six. Right. But I mean, that seems to be the only source audio that anyone seems to have. And I do mean anyone. So so that that was the process for that. And then on top of that. Um, with the with like the logo and things like that. Again, the the torrent was Starla, and so I used our um, our VHS and also the commercially released VHS to extract out the Guinevere logo as well. So that way, I clipped it at that scene. You know, when they're when Guinevere dances down, and then you know that's the the end of the intro song. So it's like. It was a lot of editing that went into this. I mean, it these was, episodes are your Frankenstein's monster. They are. It lives. <laughs> it lives. Well, it did at least until a month ago. Oh uh, yes. You know. Um, so yeah, that's that's the story. I mean, it was it was a fun project. I love editing it, but obviously, it also got the attention of the copyright holder. Do you do you want to kind of? take it from here and talk a little bit or, or how do you want to do it? So, I mean, we definitely, we'd reached out to a number of people years ago about the possibility of them being copyright holders based on, you know, invincible entertainment, posting stuff on watch it kid and, 
you know, various other entities that we thought were likely, you know, copyright holders, including the current copyright holder who we reached out to like two years ago. And we just, you know, within the last couple of months have been in much closer contact with. So it's, I think it's just interesting that, you know, we, I think we did due diligence in looking for the copyright holder before posting this stuff. Um, and yeah, it's like, I'm definitely grateful. We finally found them and know who they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. It was just, it's like, you know, to send out that, you know, Hey, let's connect. Um, what, like two years ago. Right. And then to kind of have radio silence. And that's one of the reasons why we assumed, okay, I guess, I mean, it's not technically public domain, but it seems to be free rage. Yeah. So let's, you know, let's share it. And that was the whole reason. I mean, we weren't trying to make money off of it. We weren't trying to, you know, monetize it in any way yes. as let, far as the episodes let me, go. Let me tell you, we have not ever made money off of Princess Right, Guinevere. off of the episodes. Yeah. Um, and, and so we were just like, we want to share them again, because no one had the audio, it seemed like everyone was just Starla. It was always Starla, you know, yes, never Guinevere. To our great dismay. I mean, I know we have Starla fans out there. I see you, but yes, um, you know, Guinevere is the, well, it is the original. It was the original, you know, iteration and it was the, the version that we grew up with as well. So I think that it's like, while we're obviously connected over, I was going to say the jewel writers, so essentially Tamara and Fallon, but everyone <laughs> kind of seems to be, no, I'm Guinevere, no, I'm Starla, the same way, like, I'm Ian, no, I'm Drake. So it's like, you know, there's two fractions of the fandom over here. But, you know, the point is, is that that's the whole reason why we wanted to share it was because it was something that we hadn't seen around, no one else really had it. And then Watch It Kid, Invincible Entertainment, um, hosted selected Guinevere episodes. So they had a few of the episodes on um, on their website. And it was really a decent video transfer. Um, I think we should also take this time to kind of let fans know, um, just like with the, you know, the Disney cartoons that are being hosted on um, Disney Plus, Guinevere or Jewel Riders, is not in 4K. There is no digital source video, like as in like, you know, direct from the computer or it's not a film. It wasn't scanned in a 4K resolution. Um, So there is no high definition video transfer. Um, Any video source that is out there is going to be basically a VHS transfer or um, is it CCAM? I know the copyright holder told me specifically what it was and maybe I could look it up later, but um, you know, he was just saying like, this is, you know, this is the way that it was originally when we um, had saved all the animation, this is the way it was stored. And it's on basically like an analog source. It's not any type of digital. So well, yeah, I mean, we're talking about things made in the era of videotape. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about like, you know, how Disney can clean up their movies to look amazing because they're rescanning film. Like these are just these are just videotapes that were sent to, you know, different stations to run. Mm-hmm. 
And when you talk about tape sources from the 90s, you're never going to get higher than standard definition. Like your television and your Blu-ray player or PlayStation or whatever may upscale some of those things, but it's it's never going to be high definition. So I think I think what we're trying to say is that like you know don't don't expect high definition to come out of this. <laughs> right. Don't expect the sunstone when it turns around in the opening to come at you and like wow like look at the clarity of this. Look at the clarity of this 1990s. CG. Exactly. <laughs> yes, you know that Morgana opening is just my favorite thing. I love it with the dark stone twirling in the wild magic. Um, but yeah, so the video quality, we have yet to kind of see what it's going to look like. Um, but the copyright holder, in preparation for giving the show over to Peacock, um, did say that they have some source video. So we will wait and see what that source video looks like. Um, but they did say that they wanted to release the show as Guinevere. So here enters Ronnie's edits. Um, apparently, the source videos that were Guinevere, for whatever reason, were housed, did he say in Europe? In some warehouse in Europe. That burned or something, right? Yeah. Either they were thrown away or there was some accident or... I don't know where I got burned. I just, I, I think I immediately... I think you're thinking of, like, some old movie theater house. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's, a, I mean, obviously there's a lot of lost films that have been burned over the years. So I just immediately went to that. Okay, so they were thrown... Who, why did you even... Ah, it's so frustrating. It's like, you know, okay, we just threw away our our source content for this cartoon that we made in 1995, like, whatever. So, um, so yes, they have no source audio or video for that matter of Guinevere, but those episodes that Watch It Kid released were Guinevere and they had a decent video transfer. So I don't know where they got those from, but we did tell the copyright holder, hey, it looks like Invincible Entertainment has some of those episodes maybe they can provide you with some of that content. I don't know. But they did ask us if we could help them out by giving them our source audio that I edited from our commercially released VHS and our 1995 and 96 home videos. Yeah, to be fair, like, I think we warned them. We're like, this is from a 1995 children's recorded VHS tape. Like, right. But if it's the best quality audio that we're going to have then because I'm, it's the only audio quality then I'm apparently. okay with that because then that means that the Joel Writers Archive did its job of job. preserving Guinevere exactly I mean that was our mission from the get-go so high five yay <laughs> yeah exactly um so I I mean I have mixed feelings on this it's like I think that when an official company like comes out of the woodwork and is like, yeah, you know, we plan on releasing this onto, you know, a, a streaming service, you kind of imagine like, oh, wow, I'm going to finally see this in the really good quality and it's going to have this and this and this. And then to basically know behind the scenes like, oh, they're just using like, you know, this source audio because apparently the uh, the master tapes no longer exist or whatever it is. It's, right. It's disappointing. But... 
I mean, we have to be excited for whatever it is, because if they finally have kind of taken ownership of this thing that we love, I mean, who knows what's down the path for it. So I guess we just have to stay optimistic that they might do something with it. Well, I mean, I'm I'm also very excited for the idea of the Guinevere version, like finally being released mm-hmm. to a larger streaming audience and finally having the opportunity to view it instead of like Starla. Like Starla's been on Tubi for like years now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Starla has been the version that lived on most streaming. It was the Netflix version as well. Mm-hmm. In and, the early 2010s, it mm-hmm. was on Netflix. And then, of course, it was released on DVD under the Guinevere banner. Yes, but a it Guinevere was banner Starla. that looks like a Starla logo. Yes, but it yes. was the Starla episodes. You can see that 2006 DVD on the archive. And we also recently did an archive showcase episode on it. Um, but that was released, we believe, only in Walmarts in the United States. Mm-hmm. So yes, after the DigiView yes. dollar bin Walmart DVDs. Although yeah. it was $6, but yes. Um the deluxe so, version. <laughs> so after 95 and 96, the only iterations that has been re-released then is Starla on DVD under the Guinevere logo, Starla on Netflix around like, what, 2012 or something like that? Yeah, I want to say around there. And then 2B TV, Starla is still available right now on 2B TV. And then... Now they're saying yeah. that Does it's, Tubi have all the episodes now? Yes, Tubi always had all the episodes. Um, but there's Starla. And then Watch It Kid had selected Guinevere episodes. They didn't even fill it in with like other other Guinevere, like other Starla episodes. They just kind of had half the show. Um, and then it's also available for purchase on Amazon, but it is Starla as well. Um, even though I think that it says Princess Guinevere, it's not Guinevere. So the only time Guinevere has been released is on Watch It Kid and then on the archive. So this will be, you know, basically the second time that it's been released in its entirety, but also thanks to us. So, <laughs> you know, that's, and it's coming out on Peacock if we, as we mentioned. So Yeah. And I believe we heard sometime like mid to late summer mm-hmm. is the sort of target. But hold release. don't don't that it kind of goes it goes back to what I imagine is the the Avalon cartoon. We're making an Avalon cartoon. <laughs> Great. When does it come out? Never mind. Look, <laughs> we're making an Avalon cartoon. Fantastic. When does it come out? Never mind. And it's like, oh, yes. Well, okay, I won't believe it until I see it, apparently. Right, yeah. Until my Peacock updates with Princess Guinevere, I will. <laughs> exactly. We will let you know at that time, but until then, it's all just hypothetical. Yes. So if you're missing watching Jewel Riders, you can still catch it on Amazon and Tubi, like we said. It'll just be the Starla version. Right. For now. And, you know, fingers crossed, like, Princess Guinevere is coming back officially. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that that's, that's kind of the whole update as far as the video content goes. There's still, we still have clips from the episodes. I'm kind of glad that I did this now because while I had apparently nothing else to do during the pandemic, um, I also took out clips, like, you know, little three-minute clips and things like that, and also song um, the songs from the episodes, and I posted all of that content. So all of that 
anything that's basically under seven minutes, at least that's what he said, um, is available on on our YouTube channel still under the Joel Riders archive on YouTube. But the full complete episodes, unfortunately not. Not in any language. And I, I think we should also add, you know, the storyboard story reels that we made, mm-hmm. I believe, are still available. Yeah. And, you know, all the behind the scenes things that we posted, you know, recording sessions and all of that is all still up and available. Mm-hmm. And if you still, I mean, of course, then our original content, like the archive showcase, we also <laughs> have the, um, the, the, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name, the Circle of Friends comic as well. Yes. The motion comics are coming out too. We've been showing some behind the scenes clips. So that that's all coming out. It's kind of like a reboot of Jewel Riders, just with the unicorn <laughs> friends, or at least the animal friends. So at least that's what we're providing right now. Yes, I mean, there's still plenty of things coming from the YouTube channel, from the website. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, you know, we're obviously always keeping our eye out for anything new that pops up. Right, new stuff. Um a couple of other updates. So I was talking about, you know, apparently I had time on my hands during the, you know, quarantine time. So the things that I worked on for Jewel Writers, especially like the archive showcase episodes, the um, the episodes themselves, the behind the scenes, all that stuff that I was editing and also in preparation for the 25th anniversary celebration, which also happened in 2020. Um, you know, all of that was a huge labor of love on my part. And it was a lot of time and dedication, but it was because I had apparently just a ton of time on my hands. And so along with that, the social media part was also something as well. And um, if you if you have noticed or haven't noticed, um, our social media interactions have somewhat lessened um, over the recent months. And And that has a large part to do with the fact that I took the pandemic time period to kind of organize and very meticulously schedule out media posts for our social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and YouTube. And I kind of had a plan. I mean, this is the this is the marketing manager in me is that, you know what, we're this is the way we do it. We don't just log onto our phone and upload things like we actually schedule it out. That way it kind of goes in, in, you know, in some sort of format. And I got a message from several of the platforms that we use. We were using so many of them. We were using Buffer. We were using Hootsuite. We were using, I forgot the other one. But um, they basically were like, the upload started failing. And I asked them, like, what's going on? And like, oh, like, after two years, the system no longer remembers the media. Like, you have to, you know, re-upload it. So I'm going to take this time right now to admit that this happened in October. So it's been half a year already, and I have not had time. I have not had any time to actually go back into these platforms and fix this and add the media that was supposed to be added. So there's a very good chance that those many daily posts that were supposed to go out are never going to go out because I honestly, it's, 
so much work to go back through and to add them. But a lot of it was images that we have from the site. It's doll photos. It's, you know, behind the scenes stuff. It's all things that are available already on the Jorah's Archive website. It's videos that are already available on YouTube. It's just the fact that I wanted to also share them on Instagram and also Twitter. So if you've noticed that our interaction, it's kind of a lot you know, less frequent than what it has been in years past, that's the reason. So I definitely, unfortunately, I still love doing it. And, and I have tried to share a few things, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to watch something that you spent months scheduling out for like what four years worth of posts almost yeah to just sort of collapse mm-hmm. it's very and frustrating yeah it's it's defeating and it's frustrating and you know whether whether it gets fixed or not is like it depends on what we have for time and you know it's not i wouldn't say it's a huge priority on getting it put tell, back. tell my anxiety that when I lay up at night thinking I need to do this. Oh my gosh. October. And like tell every, your anxiety, calm down. Oh, I know. But I mean, obviously I, I hope that you guys know that, you know, all the social medias have been such a labor of love, you know, to do. And it's a lot of work, a lot of dedication. And as any content creator knows, and it's just it's it's so much work that, you know, balancing everything else. And and I oh, my gosh, I think my lucky stars that YouTube, at least, you know, it only lets you kind of update two years in advance. So everything that I've already been kind of updating with, it was fine. And all the videos on YouTube are still releasing. It's just the social media part that, you know, that is failing, unfortunately. Yeah, it's like I. I wish I really wish we would have known that in the beginning that after two oh, years, Buffer would not continue right. updating. But right. Well, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have done it later. Like I would have said, okay, I'll schedule it up to this point, and then at some time I'll schedule up the rest of them. You know. Right. But, but instead, I sat there scheduling all the way, and you know, for the foreseeable future, and then anyway. So. Yeah. So, okay. So we covered um, social media. We covered YouTube. We covered the copyright holder. There there seems to be a lot more conversations that also like recent updates. Um, anything on the top of your head that you want to share kind of that's coming up or anything that you've been working on? Well, definitely we're working on kind of a retrospective and we'll also be recording a podcast for the 40th anniversary of Amethyst, Princess of Gemworld. 40 years. I know, isn't that wild? Uh, and we thought oh. one of your with 25 years was amazing. I know. When we found Amethyst in 1995, it was only 12 years old and that just makes me feel ancient right, right. now. Because, I mean, when we found it, yeah, it was only over a decade old, and now, now we're celebrating 40 years. It's been 30 years, basically. Oh, my gosh. My I know. goodness. My stars. But we've been rereading the Amethyst comics, and we're going to be having a, a conversation about those. It's been fun to revisit. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, as we've already ahead. said, you know, join us. So please read those Amethyst comics with us. That way you kind of know what we're talking about. 
Yeah, and for those who don't know what Amethyst Princess of Gemworld is, it's a, at least the original, is a 12-issue maxi-series from DC Comics 1983 about a jewel-themed princess of the Gemworld. Mm-hmm. So I think it's highly, it's like, this is relevant to your interests. Like, exactly, exactly. You know, and we liked, we loved her as kids, too. She was like our dollar store Guinevere. <laughs> Yeah, she was probably the one that... Oh, was she, I'm the, sure she was more popular overall. I was going to say, she was the one that was owned by a bigger company. Yes. Um, you know, speaking but to of, us. Yes, I get you. You know, speaking of other properties and things that, that have come out, you know, I, I love the fact that actually we're not Jewel Rider eyes right now. I, I feel like I need to bring something into the conversation. Like, do I just need to put up this box right next to me so that you know that this is a princess whatever show because i'm over here sporting my barbie shirt and my ariel mug all of which are things are that are coming out soon to movie theaters and you're over here with your disney princess That's and the concert t-shirt and got, yes and you got peter and wendy disney in the background bug. yes yes we're, and, we're having and a the, moment Disney just released that, you know, they're they're adding Peter Pan to Disney Plus. So you've got the dolls yeah, back. this month. Yeah. So it's kind of like, again, there is Jewel Rider still here. I've got socks to prove it. Like, this is <laughs> Jewel Rider content. But we're just you know. power. <laughs> but we we're like just many not. other things, too. Yes, exactly. So. Exactly. And I think that that shows, like, what we were talking about it, with varied interests as far as, like, Amethyst or talking about Wonder Woman or... The, oh, yeah, Wonder Woman know, and the Star Riders 30th anniversary of the thing that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> coming, well, you know later. how I love to celebrate the anniversary of things that never happened. It's one of the highlights of my life. So, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, I mean, I think that that was really the... The meat and potatoes was just kind of letting you know about why you can't find episodes on YouTube right now. Um, We have also updated the archive website. So if you go there and it still says, oh, these are the playlists, like the videos are no longer available. So apologies for that. But we do, you know, look forward to seeing what happens in the future and, and, you know, where they're going to take this. Because if they're finally taking ownership, what does that mean for the future of Jewel Riders? What does it mean for our own future? Like, you know, like what's what's going on with the archive? Like how, I mean, I do hope that we continue to be a source of like news and things like that. But it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's all up in the air. Who knows? I still got to do six months worth of social media, oh you know, editing and everything else. If that even happens, let's just let's just say it doesn't happen. Let's just sit here and drink our coffee. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, I think I just I want people to just be aware that, like, you know, you are not sitting there every day updating the social media because mm. One person cannot do that every day for eight years. I know. Eight years. Eight years. <laughs> it is eight years. It is eight years. My God. Hold on. I, I, I've I got an award here to prove it. <laughs> I won this award. Yes, I did. Thank you. <laughs> Chris Cantor for congrats on surviving five years. That was that, that award is 
three years old at this point. Well, this could be three years old. These are 28 years old, and I'm just ancient. So there you go. <laughs> See, the ambulance is coming to get me. Yes, you've fallen and you can't get can't up. Can't get up, exactly. I need my jewel, uh, mon- what is it called? Oh, the life alert button. Yeah. You the need jewel a jewel alert, alert button. Exactly. So I've, I've fallen into eight years of jewel riders. Help me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. So, like we said, you can continue to find us on all of our social media platforms, you know, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, all either at Jewel Riders or at Jewel Riders Archive. And, of course, you can find us at jewelwritersarchive.com. We have all of the behind-the-scenes scans and images and, you know, music and all of the great behind-the-scenes content that we've always had is all still there for you to enjoy. Uh, Music, I think you wanted to also mention, is all still available. So if you want to listen to the soundtracks in English or French, Mm -hmm. you can definitely still hear those, which is awesome. You can also just download them from the website as well. Yeah, I mean, you know. So go and explore the website. Download them now. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, you know, if I I think that's the main thing. And it's funny because I did just recently, you know, get was in a chat with with a fan and they were just asking about photos. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like we have all of the images. So if you want, you know, doll images or whatever it is, like. They're all on the website. All you have to do is just kind of go perusing and you can find scripts and storyboards and behind the scenes photos and, you know, other links to other videos that we have. I mean, the archive is being consistently updated. Like, I I know, you know, when we have a moment, you and I are always sitting down and kind of going over the website and saying, like, what's been changed, what's new, what needs to be added. And like how we said, you know, growing and continuing our interests. So for Tanko and the Guardians of the Magic, for Sky Dancers, for Dragonflies, for Sky Server Strike Force, like those are all IPs that we also have archived in in a way. I mean, even Tango and the Guardians of the Magic, there's going to be something coming up later this year, and a video is coming to YouTube as well for the Princess Tango Magician. Um, so it's not regarding the show, but it is the magician. Um, so there's lots of lots you of things coming up. I love this video. I have to so ridiculous. No. It's so ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so it, it's like the content just keeps flowing. Like just when you think, oh, how much. As, as, you know, a friend of the archive has said, like, I'm just shocked at how much content you've been able to milk from this, you know, from this property. Like, you know, and it's true. I mean, I think that if I do say so myself, I mean, that's that's the hallmark, I think, of a good content creator is the fact that you are able to kind of like always think of new things to share or, you know, you know things or whatever it is and and the fan was like i wish all ips had been archived this way or you know had this type of representation right now on the internet so we continue to hear positive feedback so thank you for everyone sharing their stories except for you who say that you dropped this up i do not want to hear that anymore (laughs) the triggering moment a documentary on netflix called bathtubs over broadway about industrial musicals and in that the guy says, everything needs a guy. The guy who just, you know, if you want to know about the thing, you just go to them. 
and we're that for jewel riders and i've accepted that like (laughs) it's kind of yeah if there if there isn't then then that stuff is just forgotten Mm -hmm. and nobody would ever see this material and people who love it would not have access to it so you know we are very happy to continue keeping up the website and all the archived materials that we have there it's very Coco-esque. Like, you have to remember, because if you stop remembering, then the thing disappears. I mean, a little bit. Like, oh. how many other cartoons from the same era are... There's nothing for them, you know. I think about Tanko. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's a blip. But because it came to us at the same time it, the Jewel Riders came, we've held on to it, you know, like, memory-wise. Right. And because of that, we're the, the only place that was able to get a complete version of the series. We found the lost episodes, and maybe they're not the greatest quality, but they're there. But there may be something more there, too. Yes. In the future. Far future. The far future. <laughs> the 30th yeah. anniversary. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, um... I think that's the main takeaway is that, you know, this has just been such a labor of love and we enjoy doing it. We enjoy sharing memories with you. And I know that you guys enjoy it as well. And so thanks so much for continuing to tune in. Thanks for sharing your, you know, your memories. Um, Recently, I've been sharing some vintage artwork because you just recently did a post with Stormy um, about her memories of the early fandom. Yeah. And just to see that artwork is so amazing because the stuff, it's like, that totally looks like my art from the 90s. Like, everyone apparently drew this way. Like, this, this was the art style that everyone was drawing. And I think that that just shows how enduring these characters are, you know, that, like, people have been drawing them since their childhood. Like, you know, I know that there's obviously like, you know, a lot of other properties out there, Barbie, Disney, whatever, like that has a huge fandom. But I think that Jewel Riders really has a strong knit, a very small, you know, community, but strong nonetheless. And that's, I think, the most amazing part about all of this. Yeah, it's like, you know, a little two-season cartoon from 1995, still inspiring artwork from people. You know, beautiful artwork. Like, you know, in this in the zine that we published for the 25th anniversary, like we have some just absolutely gorgeous pieces of fan art in there. And I'm just like, these people are so talented. Like, it's amazing. And the fact that they're willing, like. Some of those also came from just contests that we hosted on the archive. Like, mm-hmm. you know, these people are willing to just do this artwork totally out of love. It's not like it was a submission. I mean, it was not a commission. You know, it, it wasn't a commission. They're not trying to sell this artwork. It was just solely done because they love the show and they wanted to do art for it. And, and you know, we have another fan who, you know, just recently... Um, they they were redrawing Moonglow and they just recently did a little character where they were like, oh, I think that this could be Max's little brother or something like and they were just, you know, kind of like in their head con, like they were just kind of like making up these additional characters. And it's like the fact that this still inspires people to be creative, you know, I mean, even with the motion comic, like the fact that we're kind of have this little reboot of like, you know, showing the characters like it's just it's really fun. And I and I love that about it. And, 
you know, we will continue to share content um, for the foreseeable future, at least. But, you know, that's just kind of where we're at right now. Still yeah, bummed about the YouTube videos, but you know. Yes, of course, of course. Well, I think that about wraps it up. So thank you all so much for listening or watching if you're seeing the video version of this. I think it's our very first video version of a podcast that we've done. <laughs> yes. So, um, happy to have you here with us in the circle of friends, as always. Yeah. And like we said before, if you ever want to find us, you can find us on any of the social media platforms. You can find this podcast on any major podcast platform or at our home on Podbean. And like we always like to say, friends together. Friends, friends forever. Yay. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Have an amazing Jewel day. Jewel power. <laughs> there you go. Right. right. Yes, I was going to say, it is It is a Jewel Riders podcast. I need to make That's sure to right. put that it's in. It's not a Barbie her. podcast or exactly. a Disney podcast or as, anything else. As much as we love all this other stuff, too. You know, <laughs> there it goes. Yes, I've got, I got my legacy CD over here listening to the soundtrack. And I've even got the... The original, I know I'm just taking up time now. I got the original 1989 CD as well, because who has physical media anymore, you know? It's just you. <laughs> okay. Bye, everyone. Have a great Bye. day. Bye.